from Infinite Guest, this is Top Score, a conversation with composers who write music for video games. I'm Emily Reese. Chris Hulesbeck has been composing for video games for 30 years. His music for the 1990 game called Turrican was and continues to be a big hit. Recently, Chris did a Kickstarter to record all the music from the Turrican games because, of course, when he made that music in 1990, that was all programmed, that was not recorded with live instruments. So he did this Kickstarter to record all the music from the Turrican games. Then he created a piano album of the Turrican score, which comes with sheet music for both beginners and pros. Check out a full playlist from this episode online at infiniteguest.org. I've been writing music for video games for almost 30 years now. And one of those projects was called Turrican that was in the early 90s, a series of games on uh, so-called home computers. And that is probably still to this day my most known project. So about three years ago, I had this idea of doing a soundtrack album that really contains all the music from the series. About three years ago, I discovered Kickstarter and thought maybe that could be the way to get a project like that financed. And and that worked out very well. And in the end, it's now a four CD album. And it was also like a thing where it was a collectible for the fans, obviously. So to make a CD and and a really nice package, I had to uh, turn to something like Kickstarter. But the response really overwhelmed us. I mean, we didn't think that it was uh, would be that successful. And we even uh, had enough funds to record orchestra and stuff like that. So it became really much bigger than we thought. Because, of course, when you wrote the music, it, you didn't use an orchestra. <laughs> No, this was uh, back in the day all programmed on on the computer with lots of numbers. And uh, (laughs) I always say like I was much more of a programmer than a musician back then. to do something special on these uh, home computers you had to really um, go deep into a bag of tricks (laughs) in terms of programming to get the best out of the computers it's not like nowadays where you can just play an mp3 file and you're good folks like you and by like you i'm talking about people who have been writing for video games for 30 years i mean it's a very small group of people right i mean you're you're a special breed as they say and how do you think that you changed as a composer when that shift happened when you could really just put an mp3 in in the game as opposed to having to program it so thoughtfully how did that change you musically in the beginning, in the 80s, there were really just a handful of people in the world that were doing 
what we were doing back then because of the of that combination of like um, deep programming knowledge and being able to compose music and then translate it into that because we didn't have tools even we need to, we needed to program and write our own tools so there was no music program readily available that you could use to make a soundtrack for a video game or something that had to be all conceived and, and uh, programmed written and stuff like that Let's go ahead and talk about the most recent Kickstarter. And this, did I read correctly that this has become the most successful piano album that Kickstarter has ever seen to date? Correct. According to our research, <laughs> it was the most funded piano album on there, which is amazing. Yeah, because the response was really overwhelming because the other thing was also that a piano album is really something very different from what I usually do. Uh, most of my music is electronic plus orchestral style-wise and that's what my fans are really normally after. And so when I introduced this idea of creating a piano album, I really didn't know if that would work at all. But it was also something that I think reduces the, the music to its most basic form. So you, you cannot hide the composition behind like an extensive electronic arrangement or something like that. You cannot spice it up with, with some fancy drumming or things like that. So it, it's really like the core of the composition. And on top of that, I also had quite a few requests over the years by fans if they could get sheet music of my compositions. And that was also one of the elements that I wanted to bring in because we're actually releasing all the pieces that are on that album as a, as a scorebook. Which is absolutely fabulous because in a lot of ways, this is what people want. They want to be able to play your music. I just love all the elements that you included in this Kickstarter. Let's just go ahead and say what is all involved. So there's a book of primarily solo piano music that includes the sheet music so that people who are pianists can practice them and learn them themselves, right? Yes, and in fact, we're, uh, we're having two versions of each piece. One is the arrangement exactly as it's played on the album, which is uh, more advanced. And then we have also beginner version. Wow. So somebody who's just starting out playing the piano can um, also get in and start with those pieces. Also, is there isn't there's a book included too, right? Biographical information. Right. So the the scorebook and uh, contains all the scores, but for each piece, there's also a page or two that has background information about how the piece was created and. Uh, 
just the background information for the game and stuff like that, or where, where the composition was used. The video that you included talks a little bit about the pianist that you met, Patrick. Can you tell me how you two got connected and how that interaction kind of led to this Kickstarter? The first idea of doing a piano album maybe some point in the future was actually in the mid-90s when I listened to some uh, piano albums that were based on, on film scores and stuff like that. And at the time, I was, it was inconceivable for me how uh, I could find, you know, the right people to collaborate with because I'm actually not that great of a performer. I'm a composer. I can uh, get my ideas into my recording software. And so I think it was in 2010 or 2011 when I found a couple of piano remixes of my music online and they were played uh, by Patrick Nevian. So he did all kinds of game music, older game music, specifically from the Amiga, and presented them in piano form. So I met Patrick Nevian online um, because he asked me for permission to um, do a piano remix of one of my compositions. Mm. And so I just started talking to him and said, hey, I have this idea of maybe putting out a piano album. Did you end up surprising yourself at all when you took some of these pieces that you wrote so many years ago and transferred them to an acoustic instrument like the piano? Were you really kind of blown away by any transformations or was it pretty much what you expected? Like, oh, I know exactly what this would sound like on the piano. Definitely some of the arrangements um, came out much better than I thought. Overall, it, I, I knew, though, that the compositions are strong enough to be translated to a piano. And that's really what it's about, right? This is actually one of the instruments I go to a lot when I compose and just want to find like a melody or something. So I, I do play with a piano sound to begin with a lot. What brought you from Germany to the U.S.? Definitely the video game industry. By the mid-1990s, the game industry had kind of shifted. And the Nintendo 64 was one of the last game consoles that didn't have a CD drive of some sort. It was cartridge-based. And that meant that uh, musically it had to be programmed, which was really my biggest expertise in the, from my early days. Especially like translating something like these Star Wars film scores and then also composing some uh, original music. Uh, they thought that I was the right fit for it and they invited me to join them in 1998. And after that one year of working on this project, they offered me a full-time position and I stayed.
Well, your list of credits is absolutely amazing. Some of the most amazing games over the last 30 years that you've been a part of, and you've done quite a bit with LucasArts, too. When you look back on the list of projects you've worked on, what are some that stand out to you as being your personal favorites? Well, it's got to be first and foremost the Tarakan series, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then uh, I worked on another series called The Great Jana Sisters. Then the Star Wars games that I did were definitely highlights and they're still holding up pretty well. I remember I was uh, very intimidated when I started working on that because I'm such a big John Williams fan and the uh, Lucas guys, they were also checking what I was doing (laughs) at every step. So the pressure was on. Recently I dusted off the cartridge and listened to it again and I thought, well, Actually, I didn't do such a bad job there, <laughs> and I uh, was uh, really surprised. That's really cool. And then uh, one of my uh, newer favorite projects, I actually did work on a Doctor Who game. Doctor Who Legacy and it's a puzzle game and that was really fun because I'm a big fan of Doctor Who and that electronic vibe that they had from the I think they started in the late 60s and did one of the first electronic recorded compositions ever. Thank you for listening to Top Score from Infinite Guest. You can learn more about composer Chris Hulsbeck and see a playlist from this episode at infiniteguest.org. Top Score's production assistant is Pierce Huxtable, and Mark Hintz mixes each episode. For the last year, Top Score was supported, in part, by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. Top Score benefited greatly from this support, I got to go to PAX Prime in Seattle. I went to L.A. for Game Sound Connect, Washington, D.C. for MAGFest, San Francisco for the Game Developers Conference. TopScore was a part of Gamers Rhapsody in St. Paul, Minnesota. And through all of that travel, I got to meet so many of you and just all across the board, amazing, wonderful souls in the video game industry. I'm grateful for the NEA and the work they do for the arts. Thank you, NEA, from the bottom of my heart for believing in Top Score. Whew. You can follow Top Score on Twitter and Facebook at Top Score Podcast. That's Top Score. I'm Emily Reese. <laughs>